Hello, everybody. Thank you again for joining us for another amazing episode of the Can't See in a Corner podcast. I am your host, Adam, along with my co-hosts, Cody and Nick. How are you guys doing? Good. How are Cheers you? to you, boys. I'm fantastic, dude. Cheers. Fantastic. Ready to get into another exciting topic here on the show. But first, I always want to throw out all of our important information about the show. I want to thank everyone for always supporting the show. Thank everyone for liking and sharing on Facebook. Make sure you always check out the YouTube as we've got our YouTube, uh, our videos go mainly going on YouTube. So you got to make sure you hit that like, that share, that notification bell, hit all notifications so you never miss an episode because until we figure out what's going on with Facebook uploads, right now that is the main source for the videos going on to live immediately. So definitely check those and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We would greatly appreciate it. It's completely free. It takes two seconds of your time. If not, I understand. But if you do, I love you even more. Um, and we have... I was just saying, what? throw some comments in there. We definitely want, you know, get the, get the feedback. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We we want feedback, negative or positive. We would love to hear, but mostly negative. Going always negative keeps us on our toes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, but as always, thank you for that. Uh, I love the support that we're getting on that. Also, we have the Discord page. As always, definitely come into our Discord, Cantina Corner. Um, if you don't know how to go to it, go to our Facebook, Cantina Corner. Search that. We've got the Discord links in every video, if every link. Um, so check that out. We're always put, posting information on that um, the fastest. So that's the best way to see what we're talking about. And you can join us in live conversations or video gaming. Uh, but we have do, we have some exciting news that I know I talked about at the last of the end of last episode that I should have talked about in the beginning, uh, which was my mistake. But we have a new partnership with Rep Sports. Uh, if you're not familiar with Rep Sports, uh, they go they have a product that everyone knows about, uh, or at least if you're in the energy drink game, you know about GNC, different places they sell it. Raise Energy. Raise Energy is an amazing energy drink. Uh, if you're into working out, it's a good energy drink choice. There's zero carbs, zero sugar options. They also have some regular options as well. They also do supplements. Um, you can do pre-workout, whey protein, sleep aids. I mean, you name it, they got it. They got some awesome swag, some merch that you can get from them. And they're very, very good products. I would highly recommend... Um, if you use our code Cantina Corner, it gets you discounts at checkout. I would definitely recommend that you use that at the checkout so you can save some money on that. And all proceeds that we get from that go right into the show. So that's going to go to making the show even better. So if you love the show and you want to support it, definitely support them because it supports us as well. And I would love you for that. I know we would. Um, Clean up those pixels on Adam's face with that blah, blah. Yeah, blah, yep. blah. Yep, gets me a better camera so I don't look like ass when I'm doing the show, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if we can fix that problem, Adam. But uh, we can try. That's true. Some more defined like to, S. I would like to look like a dump truck on this podcast. There you Just go. A fucking dump truck of an ass. Mm, oh, a donkey. But with that said, and all of our PR out of the way, um, we are getting into a very interesting topic today. I know we haven't gone into too much, I won't say political stuff recently, but this is something that's going on within the United States uh, that at least most of you know about. Um, with what is our current president, Joe Biden, has been getting into with gun control laws and ghost guns and all these different things. We're going to be talking a little bit about gun control, um, just kind of like what's going on in the history of gun control, what's going on currently with what they're talking about in Congress, with what the president's trying to do. And uh, we're going to get into that discussion. So I'm going to kick that off with Nick. He is going to start us into that, and we're going to get into a very interesting conversation. So I hope you're ready for this. Nick, what do we got for us? Well, so, you know, He's talking about some executive orders and whatnot that he's going to be uh, – there hasn't been a whole lot more details on that outside of him talking about that with uh, ghost guns, these scary-termed ghost guns and whatever. Um, yeah. 
I know <clears throat> I had seen something about he wanted to make it so that's illegal to sell those, which it already is. You anytime you so you can right now you can manufacture your own firearms. That's a right every American has. You're allowed to manufacture them yourself. And they sell the like 80% lower. Well, the market doesn't necessarily coin it 80%. They're just unfinished lowers. It's just kind of the popular term that they go by 80% finished lowers for ARs. And then they got the same thing with pistols and all that. But it's already illegal to manufacture those and sell them. To be able to manufacture them and sell them, you have to get the serial number stamped. So I don't quite understand, you know, what he's really getting at there with that. But uh, but just a little, just a little history on gun control, though. Especially with uh, you know, the last year or two, maybe three years of like, you know, all this like white supremacy stuff that gets thrown around, and you know, just a lot of race things that are brought up. This is something that I don't think too many people really know. And I didn't know for a while, too. And I've always been a big proponent of guns. I love the Second Amendment. I'm almost, is, I'm an absolutist when it comes to First Amendment. And I get close to that level with the Second Amendment. I, but I'm also realistic. I can kind of, you know, compromise and kind of come to terms with some gun control. I'm not going to be completely unrealistic. We live in a, a country with 330 plus million people. So it's, you know, a final little give and take. But Absolutely. It's just something that is, you know, rooted in racism. There really wasn't a whole lot of gun control up until about the post-war or post-Civil War era. There really wasn't much. And it all obviously stemmed from down in the South with the Jim Crow laws and all that. Yeah. Yeah. The case that first kind of established its, um, was it United States versus Crookshank? And basically it it stemmed from the Louisiana gubernatorial election. Um, the Democrats were running against the Republican, which the Republicans were kind of the new party at the time, you know, came out around the Civil War, which was started by, you know, freed black men at the time. Um, and they I from what I uh, <clears throat> from what I understand of it, these um, during the race, it was hotly contested between the Democratic and the Republican ticket. The there was a group of Republican freed black men that were sitting by, I think it was the Louisiana courthouse or some whatever that they were doing the voting at and all that. And they were sitting there, they had their weapons and everything. Well, a group of basically white supremacists and whatnot, because obviously down at that time, that's what was going on in the South. They came up and just kind of fucked their shit up. And then all of them got off scot-free. And that's kind of where the Supreme Court started establishing some precedents for gun control measures and all that. And basically said that the Second Amendment only applied, at that time, only applied to the federal government. That states could basically do whatever they wanted. And and private people could do whatever they wanted to hinder people's Second Amendment right. So that kind of set up, especially again down in the South, which are largely Democratic controlled, you know, all that throughout the South. That's where they kind of got the free the leeway to do what they wanted with gun control. So that's kind of where it all kind of starts. I know there's some stuff too. It kind of starts with like unions and all that. Um, that I haven't read up too much into, but I could definitely see where the unions gather and you would always have the government come in and like fight the people who are trying to unionize their shops and all that during industrialization and whatnot. But just the standpoint of the gun control, that is kind of where it does stem from. So especially, like I said, you're talking the last two or three years about race becoming a huge thing and all that. This is something that is rooted in racism and it's something that's, you know, awful. I believe every American should be able to have a gun and defend themselves. So it is something too where initially I'm just like I don't know. You look at you look at cities like Chicago too. It's obviously it's you know heavily populated with African Americans and whatnot, and they have some of the strictest gun laws. Crime's still ridiculous. They put people in jail for owning pistols that that 
they need to own pistols or guns or whatever because it's such a violent city that some of them are willing to break the law and just have a gun and then they'll go to jail for stuff like that. It's just, it's, it always seems to affect poor neighborhoods, poor places around the country, minority areas and things like that. And it's just, I don't know, it's something that I just say I don't agree with. No, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's a very, I don't know, heated topic, obviously. Um, you could feel both ways about it because I'd like you, and, I, and I'm sure Cody probably shares, and I don't want to speak for him, but I assume he shares the same feeling for it as far as the Second Amendment, right, Cody? Like, you, you agree with the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms? I have a CCW. There you go. So, I mean, I don't have my CCW, but I, I served in the service. I know I can go get mine with, with pretty much ease, and, and I will get that eventually. But I, I do agree with Nick, and, and Cody shares the same sentiments. I, I'm strongly believe that every citizen should have the right to protect themselves and, and have the right to bear arms, you know, because that's, that's what you should have because we've seen in history. What's that? I'm just saying in the second amendment, it says shall not be infringed. So yeah, it's yeah, exactly. And, and, and you've seen in history, you know, different, um, you know, cultures and, and countries where people who haven't had the ability to do so, and you've seen what's happened when they weren't, they didn't have the ability to protect themselves and they were taken advantage of, or, you know, had issues with that and and that's the whole point of why people use that as an example because you don't want your government or any any side of force to be able to take advantage of you you have that ability and that's why i stand by that again there there are situations where certain people obviously shouldn't have them but the the hardest part that i see with gun control is that yes you could put laws in place and and it affects a normal citizen but the people who don't care about laws and break those laws and the people who create these crimes and do these things it wouldn't matter regardless you know it might make them harder for them to obtain those means to do what they do but it'll still at the end of the day happen one way or another and i think that's where like that whole gray area comes in and people have issues with yeah. And criminals will find a way. If they really want to break the law and do something, they'll find a way around it. They always do. Exactly. I mean, you, you could make it as simple as, you know, we have laws on drugs and look what happens with drugs. It doesn't matter. You know, we've got laws all day on drugs and what we need to do about drugs, the same as with guns, and it still happens on both sides of the spectrum. So it's it's hard to be an absolutist in either way because people who don't give a shit will do what they want to do regardless. I mean, I, I don't know if, what you want to weigh in on this, Cody, as far as your opinion on this, but that's just how I feel. No, I mean, I pretty much agree with what you're saying. Um, I mean, I don't know, like, absolutist is a pretty strong word. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't think the Second Amendment should be fucked with. I am... <clears throat> Like, I know, like, we'll joke about it around each other, but I am fine with people, like, in Ohio, you, ha like, to carry, you have to go through a class, just basic shit. You have to prove that you can point and shoot and hit a target from 10 feet away, even if you have to use the instructor's gun, Kevin. <laughs> um, I am, I am fine with, like, stuff like that, you know? I know <clears throat> some people don't agree with that. That's fine. Um... I know, what is there, like two states that are actually constitutional at this point? Like I, Texas and couple, Arizona? I think, and I think there's a couple more that have joined since is then, it? which personally, I think you you shouldn't necessarily need a CCW because that is kind of somewhat of an infringement. You should just be able to carry regardless. But but that goes to show... I don't think it's necessarily the, an infringement, though. It's just it's a, a free class. Well, it's a barrier still you have to go through to be able to carry your weapon, which... Not really a barrier. Again, 
how these types of laws only affect law-abiding citizens. Because we actually, as much as I disagree with it, I went to a class, did what I had to do to get my CCW. And that, again, just goes further to show how these laws only really affect law-abiding citizens. It doesn't really do nothing to deter criminals. Oh, I agree. I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying I'm stuff like that doesn't bother me, like that I had to go to a class no. and take the test. That doesn't bother me at all. I think that's like a basic thing. Like if I'm going to do something, it's a massive responsibility, dude, to own a gun. So is. I'm totally fine with making sure people, because when I was in that class, I mean, I, w- I went with Kim and I was like, yeah, there's a couple people here that probably should just stay the fuck away from a gun because they're going to hurt themselves before they hurt someone else. Yeah. But so I, I think the class is, especially being free, like if it costs money to do, I get it. That's That would be fucked up like because it's free. I think that's fine. But the other thing I would point to is how gun control laws don't work is Fucking Australia is a perfect fucking example. They had a buyback system and it just didn't affect their gun statistics whatsoever. Nope. Or what was it? Is it France that took away guns and like stabbings went up like fucking 500% in 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 the first year? England? Yeah. Yeah. People are going to find a way to fuck you over, especially if they know you don't have a gun. Easier to carry around a knife than it is a gun. That's that's the other thing I think too is kind of a deterrent is like... in my perfect scenario, everybody would be strapped. And, you're and I agree with that. Because you don't know if the person you're going to fuck with has a gun, and you don't know how how willing they are to pull that out at any time during an altercation. Yeah. Some people, like we kind of talked about, me, if it was an altercation going on, I would, I would try and de-escalate as much as possible before I pulled the gun out. Because, again, it's a huge responsibility. It's not yeah. something to take lightly. But there's other people that... Maybe you have anger problems and you're catching them on a bad day. And instead of de-escalating, they start, they see you start doing something to them. They're just going to blow you away right away. Yeah, I agree. And that, and that, and that's where the gray area comes in because you again, go back to what we were talking about where, you know, you, you're like, okay, everyone, no one's allowed, but then the people who don't care about that do, and then everyone's left defenseless, you know? And it's like, okay, yeah, you can defend yourself in other means, but if someone's got a gun, like that, that just, not to use the word Trump, but it trumps that situation. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yeah. The only issue I could see going with that is I got a feeling. It's just a feeling. I got absolutely nothing to back it up, but that like police stop shootings would go up because the police would know that that person is armed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they shoot people that are unarmed now. Yeah. If you know that person's armed, you're going to be more likely to pull that gun than anything else. That's one yeah, that's one thing I would say to counteract that. But I do agree with you. I think everyone would be a lot nicer to each other if you knew they had a gun. Yeah. If you knew there's a possibility, you would everybody would be a lot nicer to yeah. each other. But then you also got the other side of the spectrum where say you give everyone the ability to just freely have it, you still got a ton of people within the United States. And I'm talking about the United States specifically, not the world. The United States that still would be against wanting to do it because either guns scare them because there are a lot of people that are scared yeah. just from having a gun or holding one yeah. because they, they they're scared of it that yeah. still would not have that. So even if you gave the ability to every free American citizen, there would still be a huge population of our country that still would not carry yeah. just yeah. by their own choice. Yeah, that'd be totally fine with that. That's your choice, you know. They have no problems with that. But it's which kind of gets us to the point of you don't have to act on the second amendment but others have the opportunity it's the same we're right back to the same exact thing that we are right now exactly 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's one thing I, I just with him targeting the ghost guns too, which kind of they use such a, a stupid ass term for it to make it sound so scary because it's really not fully semi automatic. Yeah. I will All never these... forget that press conference. <laughs> and wasn't it wasn't it a shotgun the guy had too or something? <clears throat> no, it they... was uh it was like a hunting rifle. Uh, I thought there was one that guy said it was an automatic. It was yeah, some kind of automatic machine gun, and it, the guy had a shotgun and he's blasting a pumpkin away. <laughs> and it's like, this is not matching up. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Narratives aside, from all the stuff that just these webs they try and spin to just get people like freaked out, it's it's a little stupid. But yeah, with the ghost guns, I don't even think that they're used in that much crime either. As it is, most no, of the they're stuff not. People use it for personal use for manufacturing their own things. It's shit. Something like. I've talked about I want to get into, but now it's like, who knows what's going to happen with that? And then kind of lead us to our next thing then is the head of the ATF that Biden is nominating, this David Shipman, David Shitbag. This guy's fucking awful. He's he's worked with the ATF, I want to say 25 something years. You know what he's a case agent on? No. Waco, Texas. and the branch Really? This guy was, wow. I don't know if he was involved in the exact thing, but he was a case agent in the exact shootout and all that, but he was a case agent on that, you know, where they just went in and they didn't feel like waiting any longer for these guys to surrender. So they just rolled a tank in and burned all the babies and everything alive. Yeah, this guy was part of that. And he's, he was doing uh, some type of Reddit, ask me anything, a uh, couple years ago. And he had incorrectly and falsely asserted that the Branch Davidians had shot down two of their choppers that day. Didn't happen. And he said they did it with 50, uh, 50 cal sniper rifles. Didn't happen. After they had burned the complex to the ground with all the babies and children in it, they went through and did their investigation, found no machine guns that they thought they had originally, found none of these 50, uh, 50 cal snipers that they had, and none of their choppers ever went down that day. There was some gunfire exchange with it. Nothing. The classic move, like when Hillary Clinton arrived in Afghanistan under sniper fire. Yeah. And they show her yeah. meeting some girl on the runway, like some little girl. <laughs> Just walking out all calm, like nothing's happening. So he's he's wanting to nominate somebody who's hugely anti-gun and doesn't believe citizens have that right to the ATF to regulate this. And not only that, but also when he's doing this ghost gun stuff, as far as his executive orders that he's proposing, uh, you know, in legislation, um, right here off NBC News, um, as posted as April 28th or April 28th, April 8th, 2021 says that president Joe Biden is trying to limit ghost guns and make it easier for people to flag family members who shouldn't be allowed to purchase firearms, which to me, I think is, is like, okay, yeah, you should be able to like, you know, give notice to someone that says like, Hey, they're unstable. They shouldn't be able to do this. But I feel that that's going to be abused horribly in the wrong ways where people are going to use that to their own gain, not for like actual, like it's proper use. You know, and I think that's going to like cause chaos. Those red flag laws are extremely dangerous. It really is for that <laughs> point. Brought out, and then even not to mention, I don't know how many, uh, what was the shooting down in Florida Parkland where they said, Hey, this kid's fucking crazy. He's got problems. The FBI knew about it in advance. And what'd they do? Let no, him nothing. How many different times have it, has it come out after the fact that the FBI had multiple tips on these people always didn't follow up with it. So you want to add red flag laws to do what exactly because it sounds like you're already getting some of this information immediately and just you're either sitting on it and just are incompetent which i i believe is probably much you know much more the case because it's the government they don't do anything fucking right 
No. Or two, you're letting this stuff purposely happen for some kind of nefarious reasons. So it, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand the red flag laws. So. No, because, I mean, it gives it gives every average citizen, which, you know, every average citizen should have the right to, you know, bring up a red flag in general, you know, to their authorities, which is a normal thing you should do in society. But the fact that they're going to make it a thing and make it public and say, this is what you need to do if you see something, people are going to abuse the shit out of it. And then next thing you know, like, it goes with anything. And I know this is, like, completely separated from this conversation, you know, but it goes to, like, he said, she said type of thing. You know, someone who goes through like a divorce or someone who goes through a child custody or someone who goes through a bad breakup, someone's going to do something like that and say they shouldn't be able to have a gun or this and that. And then they could use that to restrict them from having protection in order to go and attack them later on, knowing that they're not allowed to have protection from themselves and then create a crime or a murder. And I and I know that it's like far fetched, but I just I see all these things happening from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Basically, yeah. verbally you're verbally disarming someone and then going to hurt them in some way, knowing that you've restricted them from protecting themselves. Shit. Even if, even if it's not to hurt somebody, think about, yeah, like a couple that's getting divorced after whatever, 15 years of marriage or something, they got kids. The wife wants custody, but the father has current custody. All it takes is a call from the wife. Be like, yeah, this guy's mentally unstable. He has firearms in the house with two little kids. Boom. She's not even planning on maybe going and hurting him later. She just wants the kids and does something like that. And you see shit like that happen already, not in, in you know, with guns in general, but just couples that divorce and they just tit for tat and go after each other and just make shit up, get custody of kids. So it's, I wouldn't say it's far-fetched at all. Shit like that happens all the time. Yep. And yeah, and the only reason I say far-fetched is because obviously we're not seeing what I'm talking about here off NBC and other news sources that I'm sure that it's, this is probably being, you know, promoted on. We haven't seen like cases specifically off of this information, but I could just see it happening because people mm -hmm. use these things for their own nefarious reasons, for yeah. their own personal gain, not disregarding anything of what it's truly meant for. And, and that's what I hate sometimes about law when it comes to gun control, it comes to anything is that people warp it. But in the end, whoever has the most malice intent, the laws don't matter. And that's why I have a problem when they focus on these things so much, because you can make laws all day. You can make rules all day. What, what is one thing that when you're a child, when you're a child, your parents tell you, you can't do this. As a kid, what do you want to do more? What someone tells you not to do or what you want to do? You always do what someone tells you you're not able to do, you know, and that's just that human nature in you. Like, you're not allowed to have a gun and go kill somebody. Well, someone crazy is like, oh, I'm going to get a gun and go kill somebody. I don't care what you say, you know, it's like, it's just that like that. I don't know what it is. Human nature. It just happens and it doesn't matter. So we can make laws, legislation, we can make gun control. We can, we can wrap the world in cellophane and bubble wrap, but someone will find a way to fucking ruin that somehow, no matter what. And not to mention too, I think they use gun control to kind of gloss over the bigger issue of like mental health. I think in yeah. a lot of these cases, that's something that they literally use gun control and all that as a scapegoat instead of talking about the real problem. There's a lot of these things that happen comes down to mental health issues that people just they're not getting the help they they need or they deserve or at anything like that. And it's just, yeah, they use the gun control as a scapegoat and then just kind of kick the can down the road. And then we just continuously see this stuff go on. And it's like mental health plays a huge part in most of that stuff. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But what's funny that you said that is that, I mean, even social commentary and I know this 
maybe random like connection, but you look at the most recent Joker movie, right? They do social commentary on the Joker movie where they show him going to the hospital and he finds out that they're like, the city is cutting funding to social health and like psychotic health and all that stuff. And his doctor basically tells him like, you, we can't do anything anymore because they're cutting funding for us. So you, you can't get help. You're going to have to find another way to do it. And, you know, in, in the long scheme of things towards the end of the movie, spoiler alert, you know, he goes fucking nuts and he just, you know, loses his shit, kills a bunch of people, all this stuff because he's not getting the help he needs because these, these government officials, these politicians, these city workers, whatever, whatever you want to call them, don't think that that's that important because it doesn't matter to their political agenda or whatever, as far as government and society goes. And they cut that funding. And then these people are the ones that are causing these issues. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's something that, yeah, I think really needs to be brought up and looked at a lot, a lot with the stuff that goes on. There's, and it goes hand in hand with the over medication of people in America, instead of looking at these mental health problems and trying to figure out, therapeutic ways to help these people through these issues they just here's a prescription go ahead and take five of these a day or whatever the fuck and you'll be you'll be so mellowed out of your mind you won't know what the fuck's going on and then when you snap out of that when it wears off you're back in the same place you were right before then with no actual fix it's just a it just yeah it's it's really sad because it just really is yeah for sure it's a horrible cycle and yeah, nobody seems to want to actually delve into it and fix the actual problem. They just want to make more laws for stuff. It's like murder is already illegal. What's making this with some gun control thing going to really do? Murder is illegal as it is. Like Exactly. And it still fucking happens every single day. I mean, you look at Chicago. Chicago, in my mind, is like the epicenter of America when it comes to violence, gun shooting, murder, anything. And nothing's changed. It's been going on forever, and they haven't done anything to change it or stop it. And everything they do on paper, it still happens. Yep. All they've done in Chicago is just slap more gun control laws there. And it's like, and that's been a democratically controlled city for fucking decades and decades and decades. And it's just, they just keep slapping laws on there, and nothing changes. The more you legislate people, too, the more chances you have of running with the law where it turns out like, you know, some of the stuff we've seen in Minnesota, regardless of the details, but you get more of these occurrences where the news is going to play it up and run with the narrative and rile people up. And it's just, it's just a terrible cycle. Yeah. Cause I mean, you even look at, and no matter where you side on it, like, like Nick said, I mean, you look at the people that are in charge of law enforcement or whatever. And I know every case is a different case and, and it's a, it's a case by case basis. So I'm not talking about any case in specific, but right. I'm just saying even the people who are trained and the ones who have guns and the ones who are in charge and do all this stuff, people make mistakes, people make the wrong choices, it happens, and even those people do the wrong things. So, like, what, what, what do you do in that case? Like, it's, there's no concrete, perfect solution to fix this problem. So when, when you have uh, the pr whatever current president we have, whatever current any politician in any, in any seat, it doesn't matter. Like no matter what gets put on paper, no matter what's said, no matter what they do to run their campaign and get and get their in power or whatever, nothing has been changed in the long scheme of things. We just go through a different narrative and then it's just plastered all over the news. You know, I mean, I, I just it's it's an endless cycle. It's a revolving door. And the people that and, and this is my personal opinion, I'm not speaking for Cody or Nick. This is my personal opinion. 
you know, if you think that anything that any person says when you're voting for them, when you when you want something to happen, when you want anything to be changed, and you think that they're the person when they say they're going to do it and it's going to happen, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's it's never going to happen because they're speaking on behalf of the public, and the public is not in their position. So the public don't give a fuck. So these deranged people don't care what the politician says. They're going to do the exact opposite. Just plain and simple. Yeah. Yep. That's it. It just turns into slogans for people to use the run on for political reasons. And then, yep. yeah, again, nothing gets fixed. All political. Yeah, down the road. Yeah. It's just all play on emotions. And in the end, it's the same result. Point blank. Black and white. Yep. Going back to what we said before, law-abiding citizens like ourselves get hurt because nobody wants to look at the real problems and delve into it and actually have an adult conversation about this stuff. It's just so guns are bad. Let's make some laws and do something with them. And it's like there's a lot more stuff going on here than it being that simple. Nothing's yeah. ever that simple. Everything's bad. I mean, guns are bad. Knives are bad. Anything in your kitchen is bad. I mean... Fuck, Tide Pods were bad for a while. It's a laundry <laughs> detergent, and people were eating it and killing themselves. I mean, you could dr- you could drink too much water, and it'd be bad. And every time you make those arguments, people are like, well, obviously, it's common sense not to do that. And it's like, yeah, well, it's common sense not to murder someone or shoot someone or stab someone. It's all common sense, but it still happens. But it's always focused on one particular thing. Anything is bad for this world. It's like people who say, well, anything that's natural in this world it can't be bad. If it's natural, it's like, well, okay, the sun's natural, but if you stand out in the sun too long, you can get skin cancer. You can get third degree burns. Like, I mean, we could go on and on. It's, it's all, it all comes down to the human condition, the human factor. That's the variable that we need to worry about. It's not the actual outside source. It's the human condition. And until we fix us as a human populace, anything is up for grabs. But they focus on guns because that's the thing that is used in all medians of society with war, personal conflict, everything. And it, and it, it just, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, I think you just said something there that was pretty accurate. Uh, these politicians like to get the public fearing about guns, but damn, do they sure love to use them in other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they do. Exactly. Exactly. When is our country most prosperous? When we're at war, right? And what funds war? Militant means. I would actually okay. disagree with that now. I would have agreed with you four years ago. Okay. I think Trump proved that we can be a self-sustaining country, whether you yeah. like him or not. He yeah. did. He did prove that. Yeah. No, I would agree. Absolutely. If you do it the right way. But I'm saying like as, as far as history is shown is what I was really right. getting at. Well, since Bush Sr., but yeah, we won't yeah, go down yeah. that road. <laughs> I was going to say, a- too, it is funny, and it's just the number one thing that pisses me off about Obama, and there's plenty to be pissed off about. Um, The man was from Chicago and rep Chicago all the time. He was eight years in the office, and he never once shined light on all the shit that goes on in Chicago. He didn't give a fuck. Nope. That man didn't give a fuck what happened to his home city. No. He was more worried about selling his Senate seat when he got into the White House than anything yeah. else to do with Chicago. But Chicago always went blue. Yep. yep. So I don't know. It just—it's one of those touchy subjects. I mean, take take what it take what you will about it. You know, obviously, it's everyone's personal opinion and how you feel about it. You know, we're just discussing how we feel about it and the facts and and different things like that. Um, should shed some light on some other things that go on. 
Like I said, I really think the mental health is such a huge aspect of this stuff that it's vastly overlooked, and it's something that really needs to be talked about in a lot of this stuff. It is, because even the mental health goes along with suicide, and what a lot of people use suicide, you know, and it still goes back to mental health. That's bringing up the suicide. That's that's something they don't like to bring up when they bring up the homicides and gun violence numbers. They always include the suicide rate in that. When mm-hmm. you take out the suicide rate, obviously I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I know that gun violence drops a hell of a lot when you take out the suicides from it to where it's it's almost minuscule. It's ridiculous of a drop. Yep, and that's what we call cherry picking. Mm, exactly. Yep. Yep. Cherry picking for the uh, the news headline or the factual statement that they want to use. Right narrative. But exactly. Never mind. That was going to be a really distasteful joke. <laughs> Drawing some inspiration from Anthony Jeselnik. Oh yeah, Anthony Jeselnik. He's always fucking ruffling feathers. <laughs> yeah, it's the only only way to be above the law: murder, suicide. Yeah, you can literally get away with murder. <laughs> yep, because you don't have to deal with any repercussions. Yep. And what do a lot of? That's exactly what a lot of people do. They they do that, and True. then when they when they've the got no way just out. Did it. Yeah, I seen that. Uh, forget what his name was. Didn't he play for the Chiefs or something though? Didn't he or something like that? <laughs> something like that. But he I killed did. like an entire family, bro. Yeah. And uh, what was it? A fucking like AC unit. The guy was there fixing the family's AC or something. It was just just a mechanic who just happened to be at the house when the guy went there to kill the, that doctor's whole family, and he killed yeah. him too. Wow. Yeah. I see they're taking his brain too to study it for if he had CTE. Yeah. Things like that. Well, the doctor like denied him some pills or something like that, and that's why he went. Like you said, the mental health. Like this guy was yeah. thought he was so reliant. On these chemicals, because that's all they do is, I mean, just by listening to this, but, you know, Kim takes quite a few pills, and it annoys me. Putting all those chemicals in your body makes your body feel dependent on it. It's kind of like smoking. You know, you get addicted to it because your body feels like it needs it. Like, it won't work if you don't have it, even though you don't need it. It's a dependency. And what's funny, and and you talk about that when we're one of the countries that likes to focus on that when it comes to politics, we are one of the few countries, if not the only, and I, and I correct me if I'm wrong, that actually is legally allowed to um, advertise medications on TV. I know for a fact in the UK and other countries, it's not legally allowed to advertise any type of medications or anything like that on TV. The only time that you ever learn about that stuff is when you go to the doctors. We're one of the only countries that is allowed to publicize and advertise medications of any sort in public access. That makes sense. Big Pharma's in bed with everybody. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, it's it's like they, they want to pump drugs into you. They want you to take the drugs. They want you to think you need the drugs. And then the only time they ever ask if it was drug-induced or if it was something that was a psychosis issue is after the fact, when yeah. they do the autopsy. Yep. Because it comes down to a court issue. But they don't care about before. They only care about after because it comes down to the court issue. Yep. So, I mean, that, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not much more we could flesh out in that. We could talk about this all day because it all comes down to opinion, theory, fact. I mean, you, you can go on and on and on and on and on about it, which is why we still have a political discussion about it to this day. Um, so definitely 
voice your opinions on it. Um, let us know what you think about what we talked about in the comments. Um, you know, let us know if you agree, disagree, whatever, you know, this is why we do this. This is an open discussion about this stuff. Uh, I know we haven't talked about something like this in a long time. Um, but it's definitely something to think about. Definitely something to pay attention to. Um, you know, watch the news, whatever news source you want. You know, we have our, you know, opinions on certain news sources and whatnot, but you know, to each his own as part as an American citizen, that's your choice. Most um, news sources. Yeah, that's what I said. Most news sources, but it's it's your free choice to choose what you want to watch. Uh, I would definitely say do your research, read, read the legislation, read the executive orders you know, really look at the facts of what's coming down from the top down so you can form your own opinion on it and, and you know, feel how you want to feel about it. Uh, we just wanted to shed some light on it because it's kind of a hot topic right now. So we thought we should at least touch on it a little bit. Now, um, if he does do something on ghost guns, you're talking about making 30 to 40 million something Americans felons overnight, which that's a pretty sizable amount of the population to just snap your fingers and do that too. Which is funny because it's like almost the reverse effect of what they've done with like, you know, weed and everything in this country. There's so many people behind bars because of small amounts to large amounts of, you know, marijuana or other types of drugs that now are just like, okay, and it's allowed. You're doing the reverse effect of that. And what? And those people are still rotting behind bars for as much as somebody's exactly. Yeah. Up, you still, it's like they're, they don't care about what they did in the past. It's legal yep. now. It's like, that's fucked up. I just, yep. They're just changing it overnight. The drug war is a whole nother discussion we could have a whole podcast about too, because that's <laughs> it's fucked up as well. But yeah, but this is an exact parallel to it. It's like, oh, you're allowed, and now you're not allowed. Now you're incriminated as to like, oh, you're incriminated, but now everyone else is allowed to do it, but you're still in jail. You know, it's it's literally the you know mirror image of what what's happening. Yeah. So, Ask a DA I, and they'll laugh about it. It's free labor, or a vice president. Ooh. <laughs> oink, oink. Yeah. I was going to so, say, yeah. though, I think what you said earlier, Nick, just in closing here, um, how 30 million Americans would turn into felons probably overnight. Thinking that politically, um, what percentage of that do you think is probably the other party that would oh. lose their right to vote because they're a felon? Mm -hmm. Yep. Be real interesting to see those numbers. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, I know I know Democrats with guns, but I know a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. So many new gun owners in the last year. Yeah. We've seen the numbers and how they it was just it was record. eight point one point eight million guns were sold last March. Just last March. They're here. They're out there. <laughs> yep. Not to mention guarantee that it's not it's not necessarily just gonna be one party it's gonna be both parties that people are strapping up they seen the shit that was going on mm -hmm. you know yeah not to mention a lot of uh republican and, and this is depending it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on depending, um a lot of republican gun owning shops were actually um by by right of law they were allow not allowing the democratic people to buy weapons or ammo from them because they said they didn't want to well it was if they voted for biden yeah if they voted for well biden. yeah yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah yeah, so I mean, it's it's just getting crazy. It's getting crazy, yeah. and and it's just people trying to push the fact where they're just trying to shut each other down. And I don't know, it, it's a dicey situation. We've got a lot of stuff going on in this country, and it's been a long week. It, it's been a long week. Yeah, I'm making a shirt. I'm telling you right now, I'm making a shirt with my face on it. It's just gonna be me going. It's just gonna say it's been a long week. Um. 
but yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much, we'll wrap it up with our gun discussion. Um, you know, tell us what you think, leave comments. Like I said before, you know, give your opinions. We'd love to hear it because this is why we do the show. We love interacting with people and, 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 you know, informing the public. If you don't know and hearing your side of the story, if you want to tell us, um, but other than that, uh, we will uh, catch you on the next episode and, uh, Catch you on the flippity-flop. See you then. Yep.